listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hold up. Let's take it from the top. Our Fox, get my swerve on Floss Pure Rocks in the six drop boo and it don't stop. See money looking all right. Yeah, what up, Pop? Cross the room throwing signals. I'm throwing them back. Flirting because I digs you like that. Peep gave get peep baby boy style. Hoping we match. We she sent me the crown royal. Yeah, with the note attached. It said you look like the type that know what you like. And I could tell from your jewels you go for the ice. Plus you wear the shoes well. The suit flows nice. I don't like the notes too well. Then let's be more precise. Meet me in the VIP. Let's powwow whisper in my ear like boo let's bounce now hey welcome to the black out test podcast your host rod and Karen. and we're in the house mm-hmm. uh kind of got a little bit of a late start today guys um but uh we'll, we'll talk about that in a second of course uh this is uh the black out test find us on itunes stitcher podomatic watch us live on crowdcast.io um just you know follow us on social media and stuff we let you know when we're going live if you see us on crowdcast heart us favorite us set your settings so that you get an email mm-hmm. i said it so i get an email even when we go live and it says I, hey y'all going live i do too so that's one way to keep up with the show and you can always watch the replay on there as well mm-hmm. uh and we do the same thing for premium people except we keep those private so i mean you got to be on the on the know-how to get with the get down if you know what i mean um of course you can also uh find us on itunes and stitcher leave us five star reviews and if we uh like when we read them on saturday we do our feedback show the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um uh, and no sponsor today for this show um only the reason we're starting late is this morning i got a crown uh temporary crown put on my two and um you know they they drug you up and stuff which is cool um uh so then i went from i just got the crown put in went and played ball um uh, when i got something to eat with karen you know but went look christmas shopping you know i did a bunch of shit <laughs> um and then you know i wrapped up the gifts and stuff and then um that about then that's when um the local anesthetic started wearing off and uh yeah i was like this hurt a lot like so uh, it's like my, at least my lips not numb anymore but uh ouch uh, <laughs> uh so karen came home and i was like well maybe we won't even do a show but then she gave me some advil and i took a nap and i was like oh, okay i feel a lot better now um you know so i'm just trying to tough it out but i'm just like these millennials guys i'm not tough at all um <laughs> totally draked out on this one and uh so we got a late later start than normal the thing is i have something else scheduled to do at 8 30 so we can't do a very long show being mm-hmm. that we started at 7 10 mm-hmm. um but we're gonna try to give you guys a good show and i think that's what matters also tomorrow we'll be recapping the walking dead with doggo and nicole from breakfast for dinner yeah and wednesday we'll have um the black astronauts on so uh it's, it's a action-packed week guys all right um let's get right into uh all the all the different kind of news that's going on and stuff because uh, there's a, there's all kinds of news that are still going on guys and by golly we're gonna try to cover it all right um all right let's see i guess the first thing we can do is this
wanna know. Answer this question. You have the answer. So tell me what I wanna know. Do you wanna funk? Do you wanna funk? Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you wanna funk, let me show you how. Do you wanna funk with me? Do you wanna funk with me? All right, all right, all right. You know what? That song is becoming quickly like the national anthem. I don't know the next verse. I actually need to. <laughs> listen, listen to the whole thing morning. all the time when y'all not around so i, I can i just like i just know it's a breakdown and you know as far as i mean that's the whole song again to you it's not but i'm as far as i'm concerned that's the whole song uh a texas judge temporarily blocks obama's transgender rules that allow students to use restrooms of their choice that's right guys music's fun the news is not it never is no, um yeah so you know they've been finding all kinds of ways to try to get around uh president obama because i mean let's face it guys uh as you saw from the election states not a, the, the united states not as as blue as you thought come on uh and if you've been paying attention to this show for the last i don't know six years i feel like you should know but it's cool uh federal t- ju- texas judge temporarily blocked obama administration's directive to u.s public schools that transgender students must be allowed to use the bathrooms and locker rooms consistent with their chosen gender identity u.s district court judge reed o'connor made the decision on sunday ruling that the federal election law title nine is not ambiguous about sex being defined as the biological anatomical differences between male and female students as determined at their birth his decision comes after texas and 12 other states challenged the obama directive saying it was unconstitutional in texas monday marked the first day of classes for public schools and texas officials pushed for the directive to be blocked before the start of classes o'connor also sided with republican state leaders who argued that the schools uh should have been allowed to weigh in before the directive was announced in may right um i mean right and wrong i guess i mean it's the president he knew i think i actually think history's gonna look back at them and say they were wrong oh okay my bad my bad i I thought when you meant the schools like some schools gave the schools the options to do it or not i mean no nah, i think what they're saying is you should allow our local schools to say no that's essentially oh, what they no, want to no, say no. my bad because they're assuming you. the default assumption of these republican congressmen is that men is that most con most people um most you know straight cishet you know non-trans people are going to be like no because i have privilege that allows me to say no and i think the president is like this is a moral issue a black and white moral issue where i i feel that i am right and and history will view me as right and you motherfuckers are wrong you know we're not gonna put it up to a poll because you motherfuckers wouldn't pass it right you know and it's, it's just the same way y'all wouldn't have passed uh segregation or, or desegregation Come i mean on. like like you can't just leave it up to people sometimes um sadly he's gonna have to push a lot of stuff like this through um just within the last two months because until trump takes over and tries to dismantle everything he's ever worked for uh texas attorney general and and you know who i blame for this all the people that didn't give him the congress and senate he deserved come on because this shit wouldn't be as big a wouldn't feel like such a uh last minute issue that 
judges can just wait the shot clock out on if it wouldn't have been for people like that uh texas attorney general ken paxton a republican had argued that halting the law before school began was necessary because districts risked losing federal education dollars if they didn't comply federal officials didn't explicitly make the threat upon issuing the directive although they also never ruled out the possibility you know same thing happened in north carolina with the trans bathroom law where they had to be like well then you won't get funding for your universities um this president is attempting to reroute the laws enacted by the elected representatives of the people and it's threatening to take away federal funds from the schools to force them to conform paxton said that cannot be allowed to continue which is why we took action to protest states and school districts the education and justice departments did not immediately react to the injunction paul castillo a dallas attorney for the gay rights group lambda legal uh that had uh urged the courts to let the directive stand say the ruling was a continuation of attacks on transgender people i think today is going to be a hard day for transgender students castillo said the decision is certainly emotional and certainly an attack on transgender students dignity um so yep Mm -hmm. uh texas gets 10 billion dollars in federal education funds so yeah texas has the largest school district in the country like everything goes off of what's based in backward fucking ass Texas from the textbooks to everything. It starts in Texas and it kind of migrates to the rest of the country. All right. Um, shout out to, uh, some of the comments in the, uh, thing though. One of them from Sydney, Australia. And the guy says, Obama, get your priorities right. The American debt is 21 trillion and you are responsible for 12 trillion on your watch more than any, more than all previous presidents put together. People don't, people don't anytime that's you know what though that's that white entitlement though any white people view the economy as theirs as their baby as their thing and they've and the most important thing and all this other shit is why they stopped fucking with obama you know what nigga rape on campus what what they got to do with the economy i want i want a bigger better paying job i should be a millionaire by now work on it what what the fuck you mean about this uh you know this racism shit uh, stop come on now don't know i care about this trayvon martin shit back to the economy please um same thing lgbtq rights you know uh, just, gay marriage don't know i care about this economy stupid you know yeah because for a lot of them that's the only thing that fucking matters everything else be damned and it's like nah dog for a lot of people passing these rules is life and death but you don't give a fuck because regardless of what's passed or what's not passed it's not going to affect you until it affects you and then depends on who you are and how you feel you still won't give a fuck transgender cop is banned from lgbt event that she organized over fears that her uniform would upset other participants a california transgender police officer was prevented from attending an lgbtq event that she helped organize over fears that her uniform could upset other others in attendance Mm -hmm. The San Diego Police Department officer Christine Garcia helped plan the trans uh, plan sorry plan the Transgender Day of Remembrance event held t- Thursday, which honors those who lost their lives to anti-transgender violence and hate. But when she tried to enter the event as a member of the LGBTQ community, she was asked to leave because she was wearing her uniform. Garcia, who transitioned last year and is San Diego's first transgender cop, was also part of the police security detail that watched over a commemorative march during the annual event. Following the march, a program was later held at the San Diego LGBT Community Center, uh, which Garcia had tried to enter but was kept out due to her uniform. City Commissioner Nicole Murray Ramirez, a longtime LGBTQ activist, called the incident an outrage. 
any officer be they gay or straight should be welcomed into our community center in uniform they protect our community and neighborhood and make san diego a base yeah i don't know if that was the tactic to take there but okay uh leaders at the center apologizing garcia and the police department's chief after learning about the incident dolores jacobs ceo of the san diego lgbt community center said in a statement at the la to the la times that they did not wish to ever make any community member feel unwelcome yeah sounds like they just didn't know like when she showed up in uniform people was like uh excuse you right (laughs) we ain't got no time for no i don't care get out of here pig and then it was like that's what it turned uh, into because and then later on when they was looking for the speakers and shit they was just like uh yeah so um when is uh officer garcia gonna speak uh officer garcia come on up to the podium please hurry up please let's go we are waiting officer garcia uh excuse me um I think I, I think I kicked her out. Uh, we didn't know. We uh, <laughs> a keynote speaker. You say? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we need to talk in the back real quick. She organized everything. You still got her uh, phone number because we might can get her back up here. Yeah, maybe it just wasn't communication properly, which is funny if she was on um, part of planning and communication was probably right. Look, look like her photo would have been everywhere. If you didn't know nobody else, you know her face. Or maybe they knew her out of the uniform or something. Plus, I mean, they have. in that in the LGBT community, um, you know, that there's still violence with cops and shit, and, right? So a lot uh, of harassment like- from police officers and stuff. So there's still a lot of disdain, right, towards officers sometimes in ways that I think you know we as straight people, as cishet people, we don't necessarily we don't fathom because we're like oh why would gay people be mad at the cops it's like well you know just with transgender people alone they make up a higher port because of how they're ostracized from you know certain employment they make up a higher uh incident of sex workers and shit mm-hmm. so it's they're like abused. right yeah. who knows how cops you know these are people that cops will have interactions with on a lot of the base on a, mm-hmm. you know very uh often and, and who have, knows how they abuse them right a lot of people had negative experiences and things like that and it's you know just like black people you know when you see cops you know even if that officer isn't bothering you isn't in your vicinity there's something that jumps in you mm-hmm. and it's something that jumps in them and i don't dis i don't say that their um fear isn't that real because it is and they was like Mm-mm, you got that uniform on and you know until uh the um entity of police officers change the image you will continue to have this division between police officers and the people yeah um but they did say they would address the policy and uh with the staff and everything and make sure that that's understood that hey we do welcome the police into this um community center uh even regardless of that right. you know they're just like it's a bad look um uh and i mean it's it's got to be a tenuous relationship with like police in certain communities anyway because that you know when you schedule events you do want to notify the city and stuff so they can get out there and protect you and i'm sure that lgbt events have they need protection because there's fucking psychopaths out there that will attack them and shit so it's like every time we get together it's a big ass target on our back so we do want the police to be in our favor and around and protect us you know same way that when black lives matter has a march i'm you know whether it's an anti police corruption and police overreach and brutality march 
I, you still want the police to be there you know to protect you you know not every officer is you know um fucking uh vic uh from um the shield you no. know so so i do understand that it's a complicated relationship okay. you know uh at any rate that was uh that was part of part of the news um let's see what else happened uh louisiana attorney general challenges lgbtq i mean lgbt rights order um mm, louisiana you say uh oh wait they took this article down from the washington post Mm. Mm. anyway that's why i have pocket because they save it louisiana's republican Ah. attorney general asked a judge thursday to block the democratic governor's order banning discrimination in the state government against lgbt people in an escalating dispute over the protection language in his court challenge attorney general jeff landry says governor john bell edwards anti-discrimination order violates the state law and exceeds the governor's authority he seeks to have the order declared unconstitutional landry said he filed the petition so the court may decide if the governor can circumvent the legislature to create his own law the governor continues to violate his duty to faithfully execute the laws by legislating through uh executive fiat the attorney general said in a statement edwards responded by accusing landry of putting his own political interests ahead of the need of our states uh he maintains only businesses that reserves the right to discriminate are eligible for a state contract and that's just wrong the governor said in a statement new opportunities arise for our state every day because we will not discriminate include having the 2017 nba all-star game relocate to new orleans so even the governor's like look it's about this money too come on like did didn't pat mccoy show y'all niggas this is about that goddamn coin your own people will turn against you you fuck with their money yeah like it was on some like fuck right and wrong what about these coins though right let them do what they want to if it's gonna fuck up our money louisiana's governor and attorney general have clashed repeatedly over the anti-discrimination order edwards issued in in april which prohibits discrimination in the government and state contracts based on sexual orientation and gender identity the order includes an exception for contractors that are religious organizations so even then they're already allowing for people that are biggest to be able to use the money as long as you say that oh this is a religious towing company or whatever the fuck you are you know jesus towing where we don't tow no gay people we tell you that much (laughs) we only tow people to heaven we'll tow you to hell if you're a sinner but we tow everybody else to heaven everybody else goes straight to heaven triple a you you call triple (laughs) you call triple a if you want to help them triple gays but as far as we concerned these trucks only go straight (laughs) straight to heaven (laughs) landry's office issues on the wings of god towing trumpet company right landry's office yeah adam and eve not adam and steve (laughs) (laughs) construction uh how can i help you <laughs> landry's office issued an opinion in may saying the order has no binding legal effect because it seeks to establish a new protected class of people that doesn't exist in law and that lawmakers have refused to add the attorney general has blocked dozens of contracts to set to let state agencies hire outside lawyers that contain the anti-discrimination cause i don't understand why you would be upset about protecting people well you just gonna people so you're gonna try to pass laws to protect people nigga that's what every fucking law is every law is essentially trying supposed to be protecting some group of people it's like oh oh like even the laws that that we're like oh they misuse this law or it's fucked up 
the law was initially passed because it was oh well we got to protect people even when it's wrong for the record mm-hmm. you know even when it's like let's lock all these black people up under drug laws because uh, we need to protect white people but every law was designed to protect some people you motherfucker like mm, protect gay people <laughs> well now you've gone too far I, I do declare um lastly uh, a quick primer uh fidel castro uh apparently has some issues um with his lgbtq rights record in cuba and this is on where i go to get all my news of the lgbt variety that unicorn booty y'all mm-hmm. unicornbooty.com check it out it's real Okay. They follow me on Twitter. We 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 go together now. Okay. What the hell is Unicorn Booty? It's a website, unicornbooty.com. Okay. 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 That sounds like a porn name. Okay. I mean, first of all, I that would be a very weird porn. <laughs> Since unicorns don't exist. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Unicorn Booty searches the world for the most surprising and irresistible news, culture, and opinions, and sprinkles on some pop sugar for fun. We're an online magazine connecting readers to all sorts of new ideas from forward-thinking creative troublemakers like yourself. Uh, whether it's politics, entertainment, travel, or anything interesting happening in the world, Unicorn Booty is the uh, treasure trove for online fun. The National Lesbian and Gay Journalist Association agrees. They gave us the 2016 Excellence in HIV AIDS Coverage Award for our coverage of prep uh, advertising imagery. So, there you go. Unicorn Booty, y'all. Uh, so, yeah, um, while recently deceased 90 year old cuban president fidel castro helped expand healthcare and education in his country his dictatorship also harassed and prison and prevented lgbtq people from gaining additional rights under him and cuba's one party government here's a quick overview of his legacy uh lgbtq legacy he uh threw gay people into working camps in the work camps 1965 his regime began imprisoning gay men political dissidents and other undesirables deemed unfit for military service in the prison work camps mm. known as military units to aid production umaps uh where according to a 1967 report by the inter-american commission of human rights they were forced to work for free state farms from 10 to 12 hours for 10 to 12 hours a day mm. from sunrise to sunset seven days per week poor ailment with rice uh i mean poor alimentation with rice and spoiled food unhealthy water unclean plates congested barracks no electricity latrines no showers inmates are given the same treatment as political prisoners uh that was in the report which meant suffering routine abuse at the hands of guards uh these camps were subject to a little seeing documentary in 1984 documentary called improper conduct which you can watch in its entirety they have a, a, a online link to it also mentioned in Before Night Falls, the 1992 autobiography of gay Cuban writer Reynaldo Arenas, which was uh, later adapted into a 2000 film of the same name starring Javier Bardem and Johnny Depp as a trans smuggler. Castro eventually took responsibility for the UMAP camps, stating that he didn't pay attention to them at the time because he was focused on fighting foreign enemies like the United States, which tried to topple him more than seven times over. Uh, quarantine and HIV positive people. 
in the 80s and until 1993 the cuban government quarantined hiv positive people mostly gay and bisexual men into sanitariums um and 1988 la times article explains that while the sanitariums were like small suburbs people were placed into these camps for the rest of their lives and only allowed to leave under supervision improved hiv treatments later compelled the camps to reduce their detainment times to three months many american aids experts during the late 80s criticized the cuban model of incarceration based on supposed future behavior as irrational and totalitarian uh, using the law to prevent expansion of LGBT rights, Cuba eventually decriminalized gay sex in 1979. And although Cuban law currently prohibits discrimination based on sexual orientation and employment, housing, statelessness, or access to education and health care, the international LGBTQ rights site, Arturi.com, says nonetheless the settled discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity persists uh more uh more recent examples include the exclusion of lesbian tennis player from the national team in fact cuba still gets a not free rating by freedomhouse.org stating the rewarming relations between U- u.s and cuba did not lead to a comparable change in cuba government's respect for civil liberties and fundamental pol- political rights in fact throughout castro's rule until the current day cuba's one-party system created laws restricting free press public protests and political organizing all vital tools in securing lgbtq rights here in america last year alone cuba had 8616 politically motivated short-term detentions for the crime of public disorder disrespect for authority and pre-criminal dangerousness all charges that commonly get used against political dissidents so basically essentially you don't have the right to protest right um which i mean you know in america we do lock up people for protesting um Mm -hmm. as well um yeah we do so you know i don't think i don't think there's a matter of america being able to shake their finger at Mm -hmm. uh cuba on some like we better uh i mean although some of this shit is beyond what america would do it's still not america like america's hands are clean Mm -mm. his daughter could change cuba's climate on lgbtq issues mariela castro castro's daughter and the country's de facto first lady currently serves as the director of the cuban national center for sex education and has helped pass laws to help trans cubans get gender reaffirmation surgery free of cost she has also worked on unifying for uh, as a unifying force for cuban lgbtq rights generally but her group is literally the only cuban lgbt rights organization recognized by the government even though others do exist mm. Mm. so yeah complicated legacy complicated man you know i saw people being like well he took responsibility for it which i mean that that is better than not i guess you know what i mean like it's said it's like at this point you kind of are i guess you have to reach for the lowest hanging of fruit you know because that's all that's that's out there you know it's like how we read this news every every week and it's not like this is ever a good happy segment Mm-mm. whether no matter where the news takes place you know america if it's american news it's american people being fucked up mm-hmm. uh anyway uh back to just news news uh black lives matter praises fidel castro in an article about overwhelming sense of loss after his death and that's a kind of a complicated thing too because matter is um organization that puts centers lgbtq marginalized black voices at the center and then you have this person who has a sketchy history at best with lgbtq cubans um 
but he was uh very supportive of black liberation he was very supportive of black people in in the united states that would have been political prisoners but that he gave asylum to um he supported um actual revolutions uh in in, you know to free people in africa and stuff so (laughs) complicated shit man you know um and i saw this and i saw a lot of people being like oh man they shouldn't have did this this is a bad look and stuff but um the thing i was thinking when i read this headline was just controversial people do controversial shit yes sir you know blm is a controversial organization you know like they're gonna do some things where i mean people already don't agree with just the very simple message of black lives mattering so what does it matter if they endorse uh a dude that has a checkered past that people don't fuck with you know like people already wasn't fucking with them on some levels to a large extent maybe you alienate some black and brown people that don't fuck with fidel who say i don't not now i don't fuck with black lives matter but you know ultimately um this this is kind of the pains of growth and the pains of leadership and the pains of making these decisions is the way that they can approach you know certain people and want them to be pure and perfect people are going to do the same to them now yes, they are. and they're going to say this endorsement of this man is not a pure and perfect thing you know like you how, how dare you um but yeah so at any rate um you know they they say he was not without flaws and stuff like that but it's it's like when you, uh, I, I i would read the whole statement but it's like when you read it it's kind of like you go oh yeah well you're kind of downplaying any flaws or shortcomings and just to be like we love this guy you know and i will say this loving fidel castro is one way to piss off a lot of white folks and i think some people have been running to that just for that reason yes sir you know like these white folks gonna be mad as fuck uh (laughs) i'm gonna come over here and party and make them mad and i don't give a fuck about anything else around it associated with it you know people having to they were like i don't care white folks mad i'm here right um yeah it said we are feeling many things as we awaken to a world without fidel castro there's an overwhelming sense of loss complicated by fear and anxiety although no leader is without their flaws we must push back against the rhetoric of the right and come to the defense of el comandante and there are um lessons that we must revisit and heed as we pick up the mantle and changing the world as we aspire to build a world rooted in a vision of freedom and peace that only comes with justice it is the lessons that we take from fidel from fidel we know that revolution is sparked by an idea by radical imaginings which sometimes take root first among just a few dozen people coming together in the mountains it can be a tattered group of meager resources like sierra maestro in 1956 or saint elmo's village in 19 or saint elmo village in, in 2013 revolution is continuous and is one first in the hearts and minds of the people is continually shaped and reshaped by the collective no single revolutionary ever wins or ever ever or even begins the revolution the revolution begins only when the whole is fully brought in and committed to it it is never over um revolution transcends borders the freedom of oppressed people and people of color is all bound up together wherever we are in cuba south africa palestine angola tanzania mozambique grenada venezuela haiti africa america and north dakota 
we must not only root for each other but invest in each other's struggles lending our voices bodies and resources to liberation efforts which may seem distant from the immediacy of our daily existence revolution is recognized is rooted in the recognition that there are several there are certain fundamentals to which every being has a right just by virtue of one birth healthy food clean water decent houses safe communities quality health care mental health services free a quality education community spaces art democrat democratic engagement regular vacation sport uh sports and places for spiritual expression are not questions of resources but questions of political will and there are requirements of any humane society uh revolution requires that the determination to create and persevere these things for other people take precedent over individual drives for power recognition and enrichment yeah there's gonna be a lot of people that say well then why y'all fucking with Goodell? i mean with, with fidel when he don't do all he didn't provide all these things to certain cubans um a final lesson is that to be a revolutionary you must strive to live in integrity as a black network committed to transformation we are particularly grateful for fidel for holding mama asada shakur who continues to inspire us we are thankful for that he provided a home for brother michael finney ralph uh goodwin and charles hill asylum to brother Hugh p newton and sanctuary for so many other black revolutionaries who we being persecuted by the american government uh during the black power era i mean who were being persecuted by the uh, american government during the black power era we are indebted to fidel for sending resources to haiti following the 2010 earthquake and attempting to support black people in new orleans after hurricane katrina when our government left us to die on rooftops and in flood waters we are thankful that he provided a space where the traditional spiritual work of african people could flourish regardless of his belief system uh with fidel's passing there is one more lesson that stands paramount that we are rooted in the collective vision when we bind ourselves together around quest for infinite freedom of body and soul we will be victorious as fidel ascends to the realm of the ancestors we summon his guidance strength and power as we recommit ourselves to the struggle for universal freedom fidel vive so as you can imagine there a bunch of people that don't fuck with that uh, a bunch of people and uh, you know i'm sure there's people that that absolutely do um agree and and whatnot because like i said it's almost like fidel and um it's it's almost like fidel and um black people in america struggle it was almost like they was both kind of trolling white folks because like we fuck with fidel and y'all don't and he was like and i fuck with these niggas y'all don't fuck with <laughs> you know and that, that was some sort of camaraderie in that you know um i don't think i don't think that's going out on a limb to suggest but yeah there's a lot of people that you can just from the comments that don't agree and stuff Mm-mm. um all right but uh like i said controversial people do controversial shit yes, they do uh expect no less uh all right let's see let's get into was there any other news i felt like covering oh man so there's a japanese skating rink that froze five thousand dead fish into the ice as an attraction for visitors and it had to close because they received a barrage of criticism with one label labeling the attraction sinful so they froze real fish what they did was um they you know they they wanted to do a skating rink so what they did was they found um fish that were unfit for consumption like dead fish okay. that were like on sale and shit and then they they froze them and then they put them in the 
they, they froze them in, in the ice for the skating rink so you would be skating essentially on the ice rink you'd be skating and essentially looking down at a big ass some fish yeah and they had all kinds of fish in there too uh, i'll try to see if i can uh put it on screen was it safe was i gonna fall on the fish um no it didn't seem like that um yeah um yeah so the amusement park space world is now melting the rink which could take about a week it will hold memorial services for the fish memorial services <laughs> what <laughs> rest in peace fish too bad we couldn't put you in sushi tuna vive <laughs> this is just uh like they, this is just the footage of it i don't know if you can see it on your screen but like that's an octopus not yet oh okay all right i guess it's moving slow on my end um i don't know why guys but uh hopefully if it shows up um you guys will be able to see it but oh yeah my whole my whole crowd cast is moving slow uh yeah because yeah, you're moving but you're, you're moving now i don't think you're moving in real time okay uh let me refresh guys sorry about this no problem um yeah my whole joint was moving slow and i'll probably have to reshare that screen but uh yeah it's just i mean it's an idea that i would have been like oh white people thought of this or maybe it's an attraction for white people because like underneath they have like um words they like they took fish and spelled out words and say like and the words are english like hello so they probably thought well white folks will just be into this ah! shit which i mean not not a um not a it's not a bad guest no not, bad. not a bad guest yeah. you know like i don't think you're reaching out on a limb to say white folks would be the first people to sign up to ice skate over dead fish spelling letters you know um i don't get myself back on screen here all right i am back on screen i will try to share yes, it one more time uh we'll see if we got it this time guys um karen you let me know when you see it okay mm. like they got stingrays okay i do now yeah like this is a sting like they got three stingrays under the oh the ice. big as hell yeah oh, oh wow right. it look neat ah uh, my black ass is never going to ice skate but that look neat they got the fish spelling out hello oh you know and i mean i guess you can say no fish were harmed so they didn't get live fish right the fish were fish in an arrow right i guess that thing was like th- these fish are already dead we didn't kill the fish y'all well it's just such a bad idea because like the water the ice isn't clear enough either right so it just looks like dirty ice with that they yeah. made like they took a lake and just made ice for skating uh but yeah it got it got closed down that's not a good i wouldn't wasn't a good idea yeah that was pretty stupid um let's see i guess we can do some uh now somebody gotta waste a week to defrost it mm-hmm yeah they gotta microwave it for a bit <laughs> uh all right let's do some uh, fucking with black people like i said i don't have much time so i'm not even gonna play the music um there was a white woman mm-hmm. who uh went into a chicago store okay and she said i'm gonna go myself on a little bit of a a little bit of a rant here Uh oh she was feeling herself feeling herself feeling herself 
um she had just voted for trump and she thought proud of that vote apparently going by what you talking about this would be a perfect time to let these people know in this store um how i feel now it, i won't play the whole thing it was a lengthy rant um it went on like the video of it is 10 minutes and it went on longer than that Americans do love a winner. Americans do love a winner. I voted for Trump and look who won. Look who won. Look who won. white people want to be discriminated against so bad they want to be oppressed so bad she keeps killing you discriminating against me you you say you're discriminating against but i you're discriminating me right now you want to call me names what prompted this uh whiteness 400 years of oppression i believe Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um something happened prior too you know she went on a 45 minute rant directed at an african-american directed at african-american and hispanic employees judging from the woman's house the incident appears that started when she asked to purchase a large shopping bag calling the store employees animals she claims she's been discriminated against as a white trump voter how the fuck could we you know she voted for trump when she just walked in i guess she's like i'm a white woman you can assume i would vote for trump <laughs> the majority of us did you sure did the poll show you did uh she, she says the real discrimination is what they're doing to her um which is what sending you a fucking bag mm-hmm so doing their jobs yeah yeah poor white people she out here showing her ass and you got other people going she eventually sees she's getting filmed and goes off on the uh the woman who's filming her what the fuck you in a public place and yeah she tells her why don't you go home to your husband who's who cheating on you and mm-hmm. i said okay just bring it up and I started to. And then you said, ma'am, we're all human. You're not going to give me some sort of liberal lecture about who's a human. Your job is to bring people up and tell them to have a nice day. You are not going to give me a psychology lesson. You are not going to tell me what who I can vote for and who I can't vote for. What the fuck? You called them animals. She said we're all human. And you're like, bitch, I know you didn't. Yeah, she was ready for that fight yeah you came in there she, to fight yeah she 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 been on facebook for the past two three years arguing with people and she just bought that to real life she's the comment section come to fucking life right and people think that the comment section is just fucking random people they are real motherfucking people y'all the comment sections are real people right so mm-hmm but you know, hey, that's that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Don't go. You voted for Trump. 
Right. She was like, you, cause I voted for Trump. He's like, you announced that to, no one knew that. No one had to know. Anyway, zero to a hundred, Karen. No, a hundred, fuck her. Yeah. Yeah. She walked in there to fuck with black people. Yes, she did. I don't care what anybody says. Trump being voted president emboldened racists to cut a fucking fool. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Cause they think they right cause they won. You're still wrong yep um a black man went into cvs to buy some sliced cheese mm-hmm. so they called the cops on him because that's a reasonable thing to do you know when what, what what kind of cheese did he doesn't matter can well, i think he asked for can, all the money in can, the register cheese can, can i have a felony cheese three men denied service at a local cvs in Carytown. instead of checking out the customers at the counter employees called the police and hid in the store eight news reporter jonathan costin talked maybe he voted for trump we're still baffled at what happened yeah, that's right, Juan, did he ask for the did he ask for the cheese and he was like listen i voted for trump you filthy animals because that they let that white woman rent for an hour and no cop was called she just straight up went complete 100% white Security, woman racist. nobody walked her ass out the store ma'am you're disrupting the fucking store get the fuck out of here ma'am she's discriminated against karen okay i don't think you understand she is being discriminated against and you because she voted for trump and that's what and she don't nobody need, knew until she goddamn announced it meanwhile a black dude comes in like uh i like two slices of cheese whoa buddy look like we got ourselves a 187 call the police you're being too aggressive with sir, your cheese back up off me sir sir now i'm just gonna ask you one more time <laughs> please put the cheese down okay you made this a threatening motion i know don't be a monster with that cheese <laughs> employees called the police and hid in the store Agent jonathan costin talked to two of the customers who are still baffled over what happened and that's right juan christina the two men i spoke with didn't understand why they couldn't go into the store and purchase items instead they had the police called on them Something strange happened to Rick Berry and his roommate, Philip Blackwell, when they went shopping in this Carytown drugstore last night. Berry asked an employee for one thing. Sliced cheese. I just, yeah, all, all I asked was for sliced cheese. And they, she told me that they didn't carry it. Berry said before he knew it, the two employees just vanished. We looked around for about, I want to say 30, 45 minutes, and we couldn't find anybody. A third customer was also in the store. He was actually in the store before we were. Okay. Yeah. And he he had a bad tooth. All he wanted was some Aura Gel. That's all he needed. And and maybe I need that. The employees disappeared, and yeah, we all do. just became part of some weird weird event. Eventually, Barry says police showed up. The customers and the police worked together to find the missing employees. He was laughing with us because you know we were like, this is how you know weird movies start, like weird apocalyptic movies start. Just joking about it. And Barry shot his own Snapchat video that shows officers trying to find the employees. Someone called the cops on us. Eventually, the officer took another phone call, and that's when the three customers were being kicked out because they were scared of us and they were hiding. Well, I'm, I'm letting you know, you gotta go. Just told us that we needed to leave the premises or else we were gonna be arrested for trespassing. And that completely flipped the script on all of us, and we had no idea what was going on. All right, Richmond Police told me today they did get a call last night regarding people acting suspiciously inside. Also, there had been a disturbance at the same location earlier in the day. In the meantime, mm-hmm. I spoke to a spokesman with CBS mm-hmm. by phone today. The company is apologetic for what happened to the men. 
and they're going to speak to the employee to determine what happened. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Costin, mm-hmm. 8 News. I sue the fuck out of you. Fuck you and them employees. And, and I don't I'll, own a fucking and, CVS. And always a uh, incident that happened earlier. Y'all got fucking tape. It's fuck goddamn tape. Your employ why your employees left your store wide open. That's not a problem. It's a CVS too. Goddamn like it's a chain. CVS. You know, but but my point is, it's always an incident that happened earlier, ain't it? You know, if a homeless dude went in there and shit on the floor, they don't go. No more white people coming in if it's a white homeless dude. It's it's always these mysterious incidents that they didn't call the cops for a report, right? The, the mysterious incidents Mm-mm-mm. so yeah zero to a hundred can fuck you cvs can't even buy cheese at cvs come on dog. or jail can't even get or jail uh my mariah carey's ex nick cannon says planned parenthood commits genocide against black americans the spoken the word the doorstep and he was in the dark mm-hmm. that was him what's wrong with you what's wrong with y'all you niggas are crazy yeah he went on uh the place where everybody black goes to say, to say some dumb shit the breakfast club it's like a fucking requirement it's like if you get rich you gonna go if you're rich and you're black you're gonna say give trump a chance and if you're dumb and you're black you go on the breakfast club and just end up saying some stupid shit yeah because like, the rumor like came out like you had a baby people. on the way last week are you sure it's not yours because i don't want you to come back i just want to make sure who said it wasn't mine oh, so oh that's what i'm talking about he's expecting a baby with britney bell okay child is yours i got a baby on the way oh god from britney bell <laughs> he's like let me get this straight absolutely okay we put that out there. Nothing wrong with that, Nick. You can afford it. You're worth fifty million dollars. God said, "Be fruitful and multiply." There you go. I'm doing the Lord's work well, out here. You, you need one? one? You really have a baby I'm on with the way? You. you want one? I need a baby. You get a baby. Yeah, everybody <laughs> get a baby. <laughs> I'm passing them out. We shooting, Daddy Nick. Okay, so that same, in that same ignorance, uh, somehow he advocated that planned parenthood was uh committing genocide he said uh everybody hillary was sneaking and cheating think think about all the stuff they did with planned parenthood all that type of stuff that type of stuff is (laughs) to take our community and forget gentrification it's real genocide I'm not playing all this. Um, it's real genocide and it's been like that for years. The system is not built for us. Um, he also said, um, uh, what was the other thing he said? Um, picking out these candidates was like choosing which gun you want to get shot with. It's the same system. Pick your oppressor. You can't vote your way out of oppression. Mm, his best Kaepernick, uh, impression hey man if you think this shit is two sides of the same coin when you see these office appointments these cabinet appointments shit look like white supremacist face cards and shit ah! <laughs> and you, 
uh-huh white supremacist super friends what the right. fuck is happening this shit's like big joker big joker uh little joker uh king spade uh do some spades white supremacist justice league yeah these motherfuckers sitting over here talking about it's the same you sound so fucking stupid oh man um and it's always the same shit it's based off a little bit of information about margaret sanger sanger and it just completely who founded planned parenthood and completely just just completely ignores all the work that planned parenthood has done all the people who run it now all the stuff that they you know not that even if they did a thousand percent abortions which i don't know how it's possible i would it would still be fine it's a woman's choice to uh procreate or not procreate with her body and a woman's choice is never genocide that's not a that's not genocide because a woman was allowed to choose whether or not she wanted to have a child um but more importantly they only do three percent so even the lie is fucked up you know what i mean like even in your lie you're erasing the fact that they only do three percent of what they only three percent of what they do is actual uh abortion the other 97 percent of shit like mammograms condoms uh, birth control std tests help you with mental prenatal illness, prenatal care so like helping care. people to have babies you just you just they are convinced that um planned parenthood the inside of it looks like that machine of prometheus that got that face hugger out of her that i'm convinced that that's what they think it is because it's the only thing that makes sense um at any rate man uh zero to a hundred uh for nick cannon's uh i don't even know what what the fuck is he wearing this shit like mr popo from dragon ball z on his head anyway zero to a hundred oh he get a hundred for that stupidity yeah also do white people not know what the fuck he's up to in his free time because there's no way they would let him mm-hmm. keep hosting shit if they knew he was out here saying this shit they, they in these they, black spaces they don't know who the hell Charlemagne is like he go no, on- i'm talking about nick cannon though right do they because he hosts shit he's yeah, like on yeah, america's got does. talent yeah. do they not know what what the kind of dumb shit he's saying because it's not like they're saying because here's the thing some people are like well it's true that's the kind of nigga they want to get a job i feel you i feel you on that but here's the problem they don't have them saying it on their stations like it's not like they said hey can you come on to uh good morning america and talk about how planned parenthood is committing genocide against black people and donald trump ain't that bad could you do that they don't do that no he entertained them and he don't talk about them so they give zero fucks he just goes on these like these places where black only black like who is his audience because black there's no black people who are like well not no there's not enough black people who are like mm, that nick cannon man tell you what i got to watch america's got talent now you know you either watching or not uh he uh said on donald trump i like my racism sir straight to my face and he believes that trump's presidency will encourage change in america it's got to be nice to have some money mm, got to be nice oh what does that feel like misinformed you ain't got to read shit you you just say whatever come to your mind i mean would that happen to me if i get rich will i just no be able to just completely just Mm -mm. you know what let's give the clan a chance guys no nah you know Mm -mm. i'm for the old school and nothing says old school like that kkk nope that that will never ever happen because regardless of how much money your black ass make 
you still woke and you will always be woke so mm-mm. aren't you supposed to be in school ain't you supposed to be at howard what happened to that it's not spring it's not it's not fall break yet not yet shouldn't you be preparing for for your midterms or something i don't know what's going on man finals are coming they are nick cannon just out here doing interviews saying dumb shit and that's okay oh god zero to a hundred can oh a hundred and yeah i I will not i will never let you uh cut a food just because you got money i'm assuming i'm gonna have a white woman by the time i get that rich care i don't know the rules oh, okay I, I don't know okay. the rules i'm assuming okay. that will if black people come into money if you're gonna be with me and we come into money you're gonna be right next to me being like and you know what um i think we just need to give mike pence a chance no and hold hands in unity i feel like that's what's gonna happen Mm-mm. look at jill no. scott she was woke as fuck and then one day she was just out here like and i think bill cosby is a good man it was like oh well shit then I, mm-hmm. it must be the must be the money <laughs> it must be Mm-mm. well i'll tell you and your white woman i'm gonna have i, I mean you're gonna be saying the same shit if it's a lot of money I don't, i'm not worried about it <laughs> you know you know because that's what rich black people do apparently we just walk mm-hmm. around talk about giving white people a chance karen no mm. all right well that's what i heard mm-hmm. um you tell Becky to kiss my ass mm. all right let's do some white people news Are you parents just don't understand? The shirt is plaid with a butterfly collar. The next half hour was the same old thing. My mother buying me clothes from 1963. And she lost her mind and did the ultimate. I asked her for Adidas and she bought me zips. I said, Mom, what are you doing? You ruined my rap. said, Mom, you don't have a rap yet. She said, No, you go to school to learn, not for a fashion show. Lady Bunch Travels. But if you don't want to, I can live with that. But you gotta put back, back the double members. First of all, slacks. She wasn't weird. Everything stayed the same. Inevitably, the, the first day of school came. I thought I could get over. I tried to play sick, but my mom sat me down. No, way. Uh-uh. Forget, forget it. There was nothing I could do. I tried to relax. I got dressed up in those ancient artifacts. When I walked into school, it was just as I thought. The kids were laughing at the clothes of the bar. And those who weren't laughing. 
still had a ball because they were pointing and giggling as they walked down the hall laughing you don't need them because they're not real friends well across the land there's no need to argue parents just don't understand listen that's my jam uh isn't it ironic that everything he said his mom bought him macklemore would have been more than happy to wear just two years ago interesting yeah and everything his mom about him his own son would have been more than happy to wear mm-hmm. let's talk about uh white people news guys okay uh birkenstocks have stepped into the big time mm-hmm. these are shoes right yeah white people shoes the company that makes the iconic birkenstock sandals has become embroiled in family disputes and stagnation then a former tv executive had was brought in to shake things up heralding a new dawn for the coat brand oh shit I, okay you got pictures of birkenstock what's a Bir- i've heard of these shoes but i you put them in front of me and i wouldn't know what the hell they are um they just like them white people jesus sandals i don't, I don't know what to tell you oh okay it's like <laughs> you just imagine a white person in sandals that's that's them that's the birkenstocks they got the okay. thick like soles oh. yeah so yeah apparently big straps across the feet mm-hmm. 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 so they uh apparently are um getting and they just quit amazon because they had a surge in counterfeit sales people oh. was was faking it mm-hmm. oh so the company quit amazon because of the fake sales mm-hmm yep so oh so people send them invitations mm-hmm. probably for cheaper yep right at any rate they're stepping into the big time guys mm. um uh also an expansion of little village mayonnaise factory has raised pollution concerns mayonnaise out here causing pollution concerns mayonnaise ain't it but it's egg is that what it is karen or is that what you just were told to believe why they got a big ass factory if all they did just be an egg factory is that what you think is happening <laughs> I mean, it's See, they, that's, they just that's it that's all they doing the mayonnaise just take an egg, egg. <laughs> yeah well apparently environmental advocates are concerned that the planned expansion of the hellman's mayonnaise factory in the little village neighborhood will bring heavy truck traffic near an elementary school exposing children to harmful diesel fumes doesn't get much whiter than that the little village environmental justice organization wants unilever parent company of hellman's maker best foods to commit to using trucks fueled by compressed natural gas cng or electricity which produce lower carbon monoxide emissions rather than diesel cost a lot more too right we are already overburdened with air pollution said kim wasserman executive director of lvejo uh who said 500 to 900 additional trucks will come to the new facility daily this is going to exacerbate the situation construction for the new single story mail factory and distribution center on a vacant site near 28th street and kilbourne kilbourne avenue will uh start early next year according to chicago ald uh alderman rico ricardo munoz wait munoz munoz uh who has who said that the facility may need as many as 60 new workers site preparation for the facility and expansion to an existing factory is going on this fall munoz said 
the site is near zabata uh elementary uh academy uh wasserman said unilever has donated 20 million to upgrade the school but the upgrades do not address air quality concerns what are you gonna get a kid's mask the gas mask <laughs> i guess they're expecting mayonnaise sales to go through the roof in trump's america uh they probably will uh, i don't know why you're laughing at that <laughs> I've, I've invested in several white people stocks mm-hmm. mayonnaise being one of them my cheese stocks should come in soon oh that is a nice one yeah i mm-hmm. need to you know do something for my 401k tell me got some in privatized prisons because i know they coming back what <laughs> hillary had hillary had your boy nervous but i'm trying to get like nick cannon okay make <laughs> 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 um but yeah so uh they're worried about the, the pollution to the children of expanding this um you know this mayonnaise factory mm-hmm. unilever is the parent company of ben and jerry's ice cream and lipton tea as well mm-hmm mm-hmm so um we'll see what happens yeah, man they might change because they white kids but you know let some poor little black kids in um michigan be without still without not clean water. oh nigga Nobody if this was flint if this was flint it wouldn't even be an issue they'd be making these kids bathe in mayonnaise they wouldn't give a fuck they'd be like <laughs> well the money needs to be made but uh yeah these white little white angels you know they might be okay casey affleck uh who i believe is ben affleck's brother uh he has a dark secret the disturbing allegations against the oscar hopeful the producer and cinematographer of his mockumentary i'm still here accused the manchester by the sea star of a long cycle of sexual harassment and verbal abuse casey casey affleck has spent years teetering on the precipice of movie star the recognizable uh last name aside affleck's acting chops appear not uh to not only rival but surpass those of his more famous brother he was lauded for his twitchy turn in gone baby gone and earned an academy award nomination for the assassin of jesse jane assassination of jesse james by the coward robert ford but the younger Affleck was undeter- undermined by his own passion project. Coming off of a hot streak of acting roles, Affleck made the unexpected decision to refocus his energy on the experimental documentary about his brother-in-law, uh, Joaquin Phoenix. That germ of an idea eventually blossomed into an infamous project, 2010's I'm Still Here. In this documentary turned mockumentary turned cautionary tale, Affleck chronicled Phoenix's fake evolution from leading man to aspiring rapper, complete with notorious TV interviews and the general appearance of personal and professional implosion. Critics' reactions to the film range from apathy to confusion to anger. One Slate writer declared that the worst thing about the I'm Still Here movie is the fact that it exists. Damn. Even Ben Affleck admitted that his brother may have made a mistake with that one, noting, I thought it was a really smart, creative thing that nobody else had thought of, but he did it at the expense of his acting career. Uh, it's hard to paint the good-looking, headstrong brother of one of the world's biggest movie stars as Hollywood underdog, and yet, with Casey emerging as a frontrunner for the Best Actor Oscar for his work in Manchester by the Sea, the 41-year-old's biography has been reworked to fit this winning narrative. In the film, Affleck plays a man whose life has been upended by a tragic event. It's the sort of dark, emotionally exhausting performance that finds actors showered in awards and accolades. Affleck's turn has already garnered rave reviews as well as magazine profiles that are usually reserved for Oscar favorites. A few of these stories, like October's Variety cover story on Affleck, featured an aberrant footnote. Nearly 2,000 words into the profile, there's a brief mention of sexual harassment. Asked to comment on two sexual harassment suits, 
uh that were brought against him by women who worked on i'm still here uh people affleck responds people say whatever they want sometimes it doesn't matter how you respond i guess people think if you're well known it's perfectly fine to say anything you want i don't know what it is but it shouldn't be because everybody has families and lives the daily beast reached out to affleck's representative for additional comment to no avail of course affleck's family man mumbo jumbo doesn't really do justice to the severity of these his allegations in december 2008 amanda white agreed to serve as a producer on an untitled uh documentary head, uh, headed by affleck and flemmy productions the well which uh ultimately became i'm still here she had a decade-long history of working with affleck over the course of filming white alleged a complaint that she was repeatedly harassed on one occasion she claimed affleck ordered a crew member to take off his pants and show white his penis even after she vehemently ejected she claims that affleck repeatedly referred to women as cows and recounted his sexual exploits with reckless abandon uh in his in her complaint white recalled affleck asking her isn't it about time you get pregnant once he learned her age and suggesting that she and a male crew member reproduce what yeah it's funny because he just made it sound like well these people just accuse you of anything but this woman had a 10-year working relationship with him she's gonna burn that for no reason right white's accusations go on ranging from incredibly unprofessional behavior to actual physical intimidation she described an instance where she was prevented from returning to her bedroom during the shooting because affleck and phoenix had locked themselves in her room with two women where they had sex with them affleck was married with two children to phoenix's sister summer at the time though the couple recently split she also alleged that affleck attempted to manipulate her into sharing a hotel room with him when she resisted white claimed he grabbed her threateningly and attempted to scare her into submission affleck then allegedly proceeded to send white abusive text messages calling her profane names for refusing to stay with him white filed a two million dollar lawsuit against affleck in los angeles superior court in july 2000 uh, july 2010 uh, as part of her producer duties white was also asked to renegotiate an agreement with magdalena gorka the film's director of photography gorka had previously left the project due to an alleged similar pattern of harassment in her complaint gorka described her treatment at the hands of casey affleck as the most traumatizing of her career uh almost immediately after beginning to work on the project the gross comments allegedly began gorka claimed affleck and other members of the production team openly talked about engaging in sexual activities with her and jokingly suggested that she have sex with the camera assistant a good friend of affleck's on the assumption that affleck's behavior wouldn't or couldn't get worse gorka said she stuck with the project and traveled with other crew members to new york for shooting uh mid in mid-december 2008 at the time gorka was the only woman actively working on the film Mm, that diversity huh come on in lieu of paying for a hotel she said affleck and phoenix decided to have a crew stay overnight at their apartment after a long shoot she claimed phoenix offered to sleep in the living room and give gorka his private bedroom according to gorka's complaint she awoke in the middle of the night to find affleck laying in the bed next to her she alleges the actor was curled up next to her on the bed wearing only his underwear and a t-shirt she he had his arm around her and was caressing her back his face was within inches of hers and his breath reeked of alcohol unaware of how long affleck had been there or whether or not he had touched her while she slept gorka said she was shocked and repulsed when she ordered affleck out of the bed he allegedly responded why to which she replied because you are married and you are my boss affleck then allegedly asked if she was sure and when gorka remained resolute she remained uh she claimed affleck left and slammed the door in anger gorka then said she flew back to new york informed her agent of affleck's sexual advances and quit the project um when amanda white contacted gorka in january 2009 the cinematic director uh the cinematographer d- decided to give the film another shot so he basically sent a woman to do his dirty work like come on talk to her 
uh she said she had been unsuccessful looking for work in the week since walking out on affleck and yeah probably not a lot of, i mean you were the only woman working on this project probably not a lot of work out there for women in this field right and believe that having another woman on the set will foster a safer working environment and prevent further sexual harassment if true the presence of two women uh was hardly a deterrent over the next few months gorka alleged she was subjected to a nearly daily barrage of sexual comments innuendo and unwelcome advances by crew members within the presence and with the active encouragement of affleck in addition to being berated and verbally attacked by the director she claimed she was constantly criticized for refusing to be submissive in response to his disrespectful comments and undermining rants after months of work gorka once again resigned from the project due to alleged harassment and abuse and what Gorka perceives as clear retaliation, Affleck refused to honor the terms of her employment agreement, which included a director of photography credit on the film. According to her complaint, Gorka ref- continues to suffer from humiliation, embarrassment, emotional distress as a direct result of the harassment and abuse she endured during production. Yeah. Mm. Imagine how many other people won't work with her, too. Right. She doesn't like to play ball. List, right. You don't like to play ball, man. They can't harass you and fuck you. She's just a bitch, man. She just came, comes on here. She Come expects on. us all to, you know act like she's a shit gorka filed a two and a 2.25 million dollar lawsuit against affleck and la superior court one week after white amanda white also claimed affleck retaliated against her complaints after white objected to affleck's behavior she said he failed to pay her agreed upon producer's fee according to white he also failed to pay her a living wage while she worked on the mockumentary at the time of her complaint filing white maintained she had not been paid for any of the work she did on the film a project she said she toiled over for over three months overall these complaints paint a decidedly different picture of casey affleck leading man in addition to the alleged harassment uh, harassing the women he employed affleck said it said to have actively enjoyed putting them in uncomfortable positions refusing to step in as the working environment on the project became increasingly hostile in the words of white's thorough and deeply damning damning complaint affleck encouraged to participate in the harassment of plaintiff and gorka for his own twisted gratification furthermore both women insist that affleck's treatment only worsened when they objected a campaign of retaliation and verbal abuse that ultimately culminated in his refusal to honor their contracts yeah, so there you guys go man mm. um i just think manchester by the sea is an important movie that we as black people need to support no matter what these women say what i what karen i just ain't nobody paid you yet you can't you can't jump jump ship already i'm just saying we need to support this white man or who else is gonna tell these stories guys okay white people only get these kind of stories to hollywood once a year if that and this is an important story about a coming of age of a 41 year old white man that really just made some just a kid making mistakes guys okay can't we forgive him hasn't he paid enough by not paying these women at all just by the fact that we know of the allegations isn't he the real victim he's just a family man let that man provide for his family that's all I'm asking. The defense rest, Your Honor. Ha uh-huh. ha! Um, all right. Let's do some sore ratchetness, then I gotta go. I'm sorry, guys. Um, but we, we, we made us, made it quite a show today, didn't we, guys? Somehow made something out of this. Yes, we did. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Sorry it's short. Hopefully everybody listening is premium. They can just go listen to some premium shit. Yes, sir. There's plenty of it out there. I'm sorry, everybody. Um. 
a man disguised as a ninja broke into an alaska store to steal a sword what yeah i guess he's getting it back (laughs) katana sword is missing from an alaska card shop after a burglar in a ninja outfit broke in one of that japanese flute came through first security cameras filmed the costume suspect entering anchorage business sometime after close friday and leaving with what looked like a japanese style curved sword spinner bosco's employee er- erich helmet helmick said inventory is being checked out that uh so far it seems the sword is the only item missing must have been the ancient the ancient <laughs> sword of Hiranamashu or some shit it must have been it must have been important guys <laughs> You just steal that one sword? Did, did he disappear in a pop, puff of smoke? Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> uh, at any rate, um, uh, Hel- Helmick said the Anchorage Police Department responded to the incident and the report has been filed. So be on the lookout for a ninja with a sword if you guys are out there in these streets. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with, uh, Dago and Nicole and we will be recapping, Yay. uh, The Walking Dead. Until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.